Well, good morning, everyone. Um, mornings like this makes you very grateful that the Lord has blessed us with a warm building. Amen. <laughs> um, so, this morning for Sunday school, we're doing something a little different. We are um, blessed to have. Dan Iverson with us this morning, who, if you don't know, um, Dan has served in Japan since the 80s, right, Dan? Yes, 86. 86, with uh, MTW, and has worked with our own Melanie Johnson. Uh, so we've been supporting him for many years, and he was able to come today, and he's going to preach for us this morning. And he's also going to do a power, uh, presentation for the Sunday School time, where he's going to talk to us about the things that the Lord has been doing in Japan and is continuing to do as his church is growing there. So, um, Dan, we're pleased to have you come up and share with us. So, are you going to pray first? Sure, shall I? I would be happy to pray. Please, please do that. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we do thank you this morning for shelter, uh, for warmth, and also for the warmth of your people and fellowship, for the opportunity to gather here on the Lord's Day, sing praises to you, lift our thanksgiving to you, and Lord, we are so grateful that Dan has been able to come and that you have granted him safe passage to Maryland and safe passage here to GPC this morning. Lord, we thank you for all the things that you have done in Japan and how you have opened the eyes and hearts of so many and how your church is continuing to grow there, and we thank you for Dan and Carol, we thank you for Melanie and for uh, just all the wonderful things you are doing. We pray that you'd be with us this morning and that you would uh, help us to be attentive, to have good questions, and to learn about your work in Japan. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I, I have this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good morning, everyone. It's so good to be with you. I remember being here for COVID, during COVID, like three years ago, and I was there. And Jack was over there, I think, leading worship, and the worship team was over here. And, I, and uh, maybe the rest of you were online, I don't know. But uh, So I think it's been like maybe six years since I've been here for uh, uh, where I face-to-face, in person, to be able to see you all. So it's really good to be with you all. And to be a church that sent people like Melanie and uh, Megan Poe and... Uh, others and a team to come and actually be with us in Japan, work with us in Japan. Now Melanie lived at our house three times, I think, and, and then came to be a career missionary. So we are so grateful for your partnership in the gospel all these years. I think about 28 years, maybe 30 years. Uh, we've, you've been from the, we've been, we went 38 years ago, this last uh, 38, 24, December 23, yeah, so 38 years ago, December 6th, we didn't want to land in Japan on December 7th with our big family, you know, like attacking like Pearl Harbor, you know, so we uh, we didn't realize the international dateline meant it was December 8th for them, you know, so, uh, so we uh, uh, went with five kids, came back with nine, and our Christmas present from... Uh, uh, our sixth child was grandbaby number 36 is on deck. So, you know, so that's uh, been fun and exciting and busy and crazy. And we're all, all over the world. And we'll tell you a little bit more about that. And kind of want to do an um, overview in some ways of our uh, 38 years there and, and reintroduce our family and have a lot of Q&A time to talk. And maybe we could pray at the end for some of the challenges. This is more and more a verse 
for me these last years in Japan. I'm 71 now, and as I look back, and our family, everything, all the challenges, the Lord, there is a wide door for effective service has opened to me, and there are many adversaries. Anyone ever feel that way? The longer I live and the longer we do ministry in Japan, that verse, Paul, missionary Paul, saying, uh, indeed, not just a wide door and many adversaries, but many wide doors and increasing numbers of adversaries. It feels like it's really both all the time and growing opportunities, wide doors for effective service and tons tons of challenges as well so uh, so let's see I'll catch you guys up let's see do I po- point this back there nope. okay yeah 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 or up there right there okay all right uh, you know you guys PCA sent us to this mega city that is so lost you know I what did change this slide to say gospel believing Christian because so many people think evangelical Bible believing, gospel believing has come to mean just right wing hater or something. And so I was saying, but you know, someone said, but Dan, evangelical, though, in, no, the euangelion, the gospel is in this word. It's a good word. We want to put the good meaning back into this word of the gospel. But that's the city God sent us to and sent Melanie to. You see Chiba out there where we were, suburb of Tokyo, kind of like Gainesville is a suburb of Washington, D.C. But our Chiba is as big about is Washington, D.C. This is an incredible megacity that is so lost and in so need of the gospel. That's how we looked when the PCA sent us to Japan. And then, uh, you know, look at those five kiddos. And then uh, that's how we looked. And then that's how we looked. Uh, let's see, that would be five years ago. And, and that's uh, four years ago. We had to rent a a church camp for a family reunion that was during COVID right before we finally we were on home assignment to finally they let us back into Japan this was like two days before we went back to Japan and we were able to get everybody rented a church camp because they had no one who would come so they were excited to rent to us and uh, for about a third the price of what it would normally be and uh, and we're just grateful to the Lord so many blessings and the PowerPoint's not the main thing. I don't mind if the lights are, as long as everyone can see and we can, uh, you know, sharing together is the main thing. You may remember our, uh, the way our team was started, four couples in Japan, challenged about world missions. I went to seminary, had never thought for one second about being a missionary, even though my father's a PCA pastor, my grandfather wrote one of the hymns in our PCA Trinity hymnal. Uh, Spirit of the Living God fall fresh on me. Uh, I had never thought for one second. Left the Marine Corps as a career Marine, captain of the Marine Corps, and had never thought. I thought about that a lot lately. Did my dad and grandfather not teach me about world missions? But it was it was a gap. Maybe it was like uh, my wife said recently. You know that Hannah, our daughter, came to said, "Mom, this is so neat. What I learned from this sermon." And my wife wanted to say, "Hannah." I taught you that. What do you mean? And she's like, uh, uh, she was like, it was new that maybe I just, you know, teenager, kid, not remembering. But I do not remember being challenged with every tongue, every tribe, all nations from my father and my grandfather. I remember them being on mission, reaching our city and loving people, people in our home, you know, uh, drug addicts in our home. Uh, kids with no parents in our home, always sharing the gospel, being on mission, 
but it seemed to be a gap every tongue and tribe. And so it was really with these guys at seminary and uh, that Carol and I began to say, whoa, every tongue and tribe. Yes, maybe God wants us to go, oh no, Lord, please, not us, you know, was really the way the way we were. And the Lord led us there with these four couples plus Linda Corner from our home church up in Maryland. And we went to Japan. The reason we went, there were three pastors who heard about the PCA not just seeking to start, you know, not just to lead one person to Christ, not just to disciple one person, but as Christians need a church, churches need other churches to start a presbytery. They heard about that. They wanted to start a presbytery. They sent a letter to America, to the PCA. A missionary brought that letter to to the four of us, the four couples meeting on Friday night, praying, talking about what are we going to do when we grow up, when we get out of seminary? And uh, we went. And that's our team. When finally arrived in Japan, we had everybody there, four couples, a bunch of kids, and uh, one single gal. And we started. And wow, was it hard. No fruit. It was so slow at first. You know, hardly anyone. But our job was first church plant. For after those three, we started the next one. That's, that's maybe 15 years in a, a baptism day with a family baptism. The two uh, two people there, husband and wife, came to Christ through singing black gospel music. You know, who would have ever guessed that would have been something that God would use in Japan? Anybody not want to guess what movie it was that made black gospel music popular in Japan? Say again? Sister Act. Yes! The people in Japan, you know, so stiff and not very outgoing. Hey, here's a chance to kind of express yourself, you know? And so secular people started singing black gospel music. And so uh, two of our short-termers brought a team from Memphis, Tennessee of really good real Christian gospel singing musicians and we had the biggest gathering we'd ever had you know like 500 people gathering to listen to their concert maybe 100 Christians 400 non-Christian them all over they had many many we worked them so hard singing two or three concerts a day and then our group was born and this, this couple came to Christ through that group believed here's the day they're being baptized and then their children being baptized as a covenant family two kids being baptized. So that's been, and then the other folks there, uh, missionary on our team, and and uh, and one of our pastors, Pastor Dadashi, and his and his uh, one of his children being baptized that day as, as covenant children. So, so God worked. God started churches, and here the presbytery was born. Now about twenty churches, I guess t- about ten have elders in our in our crazy PCA parlance, particularized. I don't find that word in the Bible, but you know Paul says point elders in every town and that's what we're trying to do it just takes a long people are coming from zero takes a long time to to grow elders and just because it's so new the gospel and the bible are so new Uh, so yeah about a thousand members now that 60 has become more than a thousand by God's grace tons of challenges uh, you know wide door for effective service has opened up and there are many adversaries for sure um The last five years for us has really been uh, succession, you know. Uh, For me, it was, I was a church planner. I was also the team leader. 
And I always, and then they made me 15 years ago be the country director. And I said, no, I kept saying, no, please don't. I can't do what I'm doing already as team leader and a pastor of a church. Our church grew to two sites and then three sites, kind of, uh, you know, with five worship services and was, uh, you know, so slow at first. No one believed. We were four years before the first Japanese person believed and was baptized, started worship with five non-Christians, five Christians and about 30 non-Christians who were in Bible study and coming to English school and to different things and came. But but this, uh, but the, I guess the last five years, you would say, was really, you know, handing off uh, duties more and more to uh, to Japanese people as well as our team. Our team split into three teams. Melanie's on one of the three that split off, but one of the young guys who was, came as a short-term worker, and he uh, came back to Japan as a as a um, as a worker working for like the Google of uh, not Google the Amazon of Japan, and then he mar- married a girl, Japanese girl from our church, and then he went to seminary at Westminster, California. Came back. You know, one of the things I've seen is like raising grandkids. You don't do that fast. You get married, and you know, it takes 25 years or more. That's I think increasingly I say that's the way missions is. You know, it's a long view. Uh, loving people, sharing the gospel, discipling people, you know, raising leaders, and that's what we've really seen, and it was so slow to to raise leaders, but the last five years has very much been that handing off uh, first church four years ago, uh, as I Carol and I stepped down, maybe I have a slide in here, yeah, yeah, that's the kind of goodbye party for Carol and me at our church, March 31st 2018 the, our last day from April 1st, no joke, uh, I was free of being a pastor, <laughs> and uh, and then but then the team said, so "How are we gonna, you know?" And our te- we found the best way was maybe to split into split into several teams. So, oh, this, yeah, that's a good. So that thank you for loving Japan was the the cake that day for the goodbye. And so I need. I wish I could have brought some. Actually, I brought some in my pack to give you from four years ago to say thank you to you all. No, I didn't do that because really, you guys. Sending us, praying for us, being behind us, sending folks to be a part of our work there have so much been, yeah, I want to say thank you to you all as well for all these years. Faithful service, praying for us, being behind us. Thank you for that. Um, you know, for the, the church side of things, we found this town, uh, uh, 70,000 people, not one church of any kind, could not find any Christians. We started an English school, started, you know, over the years, black gospel music, hospitality, moms and kids. We had to meet people because we're no Christians, you know. And then finally, first believer, then five, the first year of worship, our sixth year in Japan, 13 people were baptized. 13 adults had come to faith. Now, that was two or three years in process, each of them. Some four years in process, you know, because it was slow to come and believe the gospel is really true. And then to believe, oh, the resurrection, you really believe that? I love all the Christians, but to believe Jesus really rose again from the dead, you know, it was hard to believe. It was different than here. Like, like most of, like if I ask you, how many of you as adults were baptized at this church as adults? How many of you? Okay, common PCA when I ask that question. In our church, in Japan, how many do you think it would be when we, how many of you were baptized at this church as adults? 
It's flipped, you know, 90%, 80%, 95%. And especially at the beginning of a church plan in Japan because most people are coming from zero. And I think we increasingly need to learn how do we do that in America that is becoming increasingly less Christianized as well. So that's what, that's what we did. We, uh, you know, we, the, I've told you before, oh, you, me, no, who will build this church? Oh, you, me, no. One of the Japanese pastors said at the beginning, and sure enough, it, we knew we could not do, we were so discouraged, wanted to quit every, every week, and, uh, and you, we are so grateful for your prayers. The Lord sustained us, got us through so many hard times, church, you know, seemed like church split, and then coming back from home assignment for a year, and things were, oh, just so many problems, so many times, and tons of challenges now as well. A wide door for effective service has opened to us, and what are there? Many adversaries, right? Here too? No? No problems like that here? Yeah. Many adversaries. You know, our own sin, Satan, the world, all kinds of things. And we see that as well in Japan. So, you know, we, how do we gather people? And we, you know, we started in English. I was a teacher. We had no short-termers yet. You know, I, I was a church planner, English class teacher, uh, kids camps, lots of side doors. I've told you this before, but it really, you know, just see how, you know, how that had to sit up at night dreaming, how can we meet non-Christians to share the gospel? In America, and PCA churches, often that we uh, grow by transfer growth of people who are already Christians or at least Christianized and, and, uh, and coming, um, camouflages sometime maybe that we're not, that there are lots of non-Christians around us, as you know. Uh, I'm amazed, living in Waynesboro, Virginia now. Maybe I didn't mention in the beginning. Uh, three parents in their mid-90s uh, really struggling and Carol and I moved back MTW let us move back to America uh, uh, a year and a half ago uh, to take care of my dad and Carol's dad particularly and her mom also and so we've been so busy with that the last year and a half been going back and forth to Japan had a zoom call at 3 a.m. this morning with a presbytery committee uh, yeah 3 a.m. got up at 2.50 and <laughs> met with a committee about I'm a preacher for a uh, for Presbytery summer conference and the committee doing that wanted to meet with me and, and they said it for 5 p.m. Sunday afternoon which sounded fine to them you know they didn't weren't thinking it's 3 a.m. for me you know so so I did that with them uh, from 3 to 4 this morning and uh, so we're still doing all that kind of thing going back and forth to Japan a lot real involved in Japan but going to Moody Bible Institute next week and to Puritan Reform Seminary in um, in Grand Rapids, uh, to, to out to the Midwest trip the next week, doing things like that. To at 71, that's wow. We see seminaries and churches to cast a vision for Japan and for the gospel to the whole world is what Carol and I are spending our time on. And two of our, my dad, who you guys know, you had him come for a church retreat many years ago, went to be with the Lord this past fall. And uh, grand, his great-grandbaby, number 40, was born just a little bit after that. And then Carol's dad, uh, six weeks later, went to be with the Lord. And those two, uh, you know, we didn't try to put them on life support to keep them going. They, you know, It was a joyful celebration of them both going to heaven and great-grandbaby, number 40, and for Carol's dad, number 49. You know, being born. This is 
This is life, isn't it? You know, as we, and for the church as well, as a living organism, as, as we give birth to new churches, to new ministries, and the kingdom keeps, like our presbytery here. That's the way our presbytery grew, starting new churches. And that's what Carol and I are still about, trying to do that. Why would we stop? We want to keep being a part of this as long as we can. So we, so there we started lots of side doors to, to reach people. I've showed you this slide before. You know, all kinds of ways to meet people. And now back here in America, I'm seeing it to do the same thing, you know. Uh, with a couple neighbors, started a Bible study. I joined the Kiwanis Club, trying to meet. How do you meet people to share the good news, of to become their friends and to share the good news of Christ? In Japan, we, we really had to think, how are we going to do that? Because uh, we got to figure ways to meet people and share the gospel. So, you know, mentioning black gospel music was one way. Uh, there's a... We have a balcony in our church building in Japan, and there's a picture from after a Christmas concert. Probably, probably 90% of these people on a Saturday night are non-Christians, and and came and. But then from that concert, they want to. Can I? I'd like to join a Bible study, or I'd like to come to a hospitality time, or they might bring their kids to uh, moms and kids club. To, uh, which was great because our older people in our church were great at helping do that. That kind of thing for non-Christian moms. And then you get the fathers to come and that's the kind of thing. And what Melanie's involved and all that kind of thing. Now as well. Uh, we, we would have three candlelight services every Christmas because Japanese non-Christians would come to that and get to, you know, a short 10-15 minute gospel message and hear the gospel. And then that wouldn't usually be where someone would come to Christ but would be... Uh, uh, they would, oh, you're not beating me over the head with a Bible. And yeah, I would like to come to a Bible study or uh, like two guys in my neighborhood here. I, I tried the question that I asked in Japan all the time. I found once I had a good relationship with someone and they realized I'm going to respect them, love them, uh, get to know them, could ask, how would you like to study the world's bestseller six times together? And uh, the Bible, and it's, it's the it's the world's bestseller. And you know, they knew we're Christians. They maybe been to some of some of these side door events, and it was it seemed like ninety percent of people would say yes. <laughs> and so I'm trying that. I did that with a couple of my neighbors in uh, in Waynesboro, Virginia. They're, they're now they're Christianized people, but not sure where the faith. And we had our fifth Bible study this past Thursday of the sixth. You know, they said yes. <laughs> Figure that. You know, <laughs> because they, 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 they know us. We've gotten to know them. Both been in our home for things and said yes uh, to be willing to. And I don't think it's going to stop at six as it usually didn't in Japan. Make sense? Right? That's, uh, so that's what we did in Japan. And, uh, you know, the small groups one of our elders' wives took this picture. This shows something about our church. You know, three rooms. We built our building, have lots of so little rooms that could close off, but people could sit there for worship as well. To have places, lay-led Bible study groups for Christians and non-Christians was one of the main ways we move forward. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, there's kind of our story. If you see anything there. Number five, I probably told you before, when we were fighting God about going to the mission field, uh, my close friend in seminary, best friend, was uh, Hironari Takatori. We called him Hero. We said it wrong, you know. And uh, but he said, uh, Dan, Carol, 
I want you to come to Japan and work with me. My country is so lost. And we said, no way, we're not going to Japan, you know. And I've been there in the Marine Corps. I'm not going to Japan. And he said, well, could you're the leader of our uh, seminary student prayer group. Would you at least, could we at least pray for Japan every week? And, uh, and so I said, yeah, 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 we can pray for Japan every week. That doesn't sound dangerous to me, you know. And uh, it was pretty dangerous. We, uh, the Lord worked in our heart and gave us a heart for Japan. And we went to Japan. Think of a prayer card for Afghanistan. Seeing, got, got a card at a prayer meeting for, uh, started going to a missions prayer meeting during seminary. And I got a card said there were 17, might have been 14, but in the teens, known indigenous Christians in Afghanistan. And I just remember looking at that card, like it's yesterday. It would have been 41, 40 years ago, 41 years ago. Looked at that card, said, wow, what am I going to do about this? Is God calling me to do something about this? There's so few, you know, and now today we see, yeah, there are 1,000 or 2,000 or something indigenous Christians in Afghanistan. Jesus is building his church around the world. A bunch of them are on those planes that came back two summers ago. And my son, who is administrator for a clinic for poor people and refugees in Nashville, Tennessee, has Afghan people, non-Christians, Muslims in his circle. And my daughter in Charlotte has an Afghan lady and her uh, her daughter coming to their home uh, for some, you know because we see God is working in the world and and but God didn't send us to Afghanistan sent us to to Japan so uh, yeah I think a verse increasingly as I think about this as we think about the whole world we got to reach our cities and we need to uh, those of verse 21 of Romans 15 those who have never heard those who have no news of him King uh, the uh, New American Standard translates verse 21 there's places like that no, no news of him not a little bit of news no news of him and in Japan the last couple years and I'm back and forth a lot I've been asking uh, people uh, that I meet taxi driver someone on the bus sitting next to me uh, someone on an airplane sitting next to me to Japanese people have you ever uh, may I ask you a couple questions and I've already built had a conversation so they say sure yeah and then Japanese ask them you know have you ever uh, been to a Christian worship service and guess what the answer is zero so far it's, I think there's been one out of maybe a hundred people I asked have been to a Christian worship service. Second, have you ever read, opened the Bible and read the Bible with someone? And the answer is no to so many people I've asked that to. It's just, again, so lost, so different. Um, um, in June last year, going to PCJ General Assembly where I saw, saw Jack, uh, I left Richmond, Virginia at 3.30 in the morning. Uh, the driver taking me to the airport from the hotel there, uh, we got talking. Turns out he's a he's a Christian, re- real believer. He loves. We we got talking about you know we shared a verse with each other. Like he's loving our wives as Christ loved the church. And and I said, wow, three thirty in the morning to catch my really early flight and met, met a Christian already. You know, in ten years in Japan, in thirty five years in Japan, I say that that maybe I've met a Christian like that maybe ten times now. You know. Maybe 10 times. So 3.30 a.m., the driver to the airport on the shuttle, it's a Christian, got to the 
got to airport, Richmond Airport, got on the plane, and about uh, 5.30 a.m. talking to the guy next to me, I was on the aisle, he was in the middle, he's a Korean-American guy, and he tells me, and it turns out he's a Christian, just came back from a mission trip to Africa, you know, he goes to a Baptist church in Richmond, Virginia, we had sweet fellowship in Christ on the plane, going to Charlotte, got to Charlotte, sitting at the gate, and uh, and a... Uh, uh, a couple, African-American couple come walking up, just laughing. It's a quarter to seven in the morning, and I made a joke with them. Boy, it's nice to see two people laughing and enjoying each other at, at uh, 6.45 in the morning, and they sat down because they were getting on the same plane to Memphis, and they said, yeah, we just came back from a church retreat <laughs> we had, for couples. It was a three-day church retreat for couples, and wow, it was so much fun. And 30 minutes, we had fellowship in Christ. And I'm just thinking, by a quarter to seven this morning in America, I've met four Christians now, you know. Wow, how, and I told each of them that as I talked to them, that as I taught how, how different that is from so many places in the world, dear friends, where Melanie is too, you know. So few, and then others you have sent to the world. There's such a need for reaching our city here and for reaching those places that are so lost, have nothing. Yeah. So uh, let's jump on through here and then we'll do some, let's make sure we do question time. So uh, uh, one of the couples came to Christ through singing black gospel music. You know, tons of struggles, problems, never been to a church in their life, never opened, read the Bible, but through black gospel music, came to faith, quit his job, helped us during the tsunami relief. Ochan did, discipled, married them, discipled them, and just seeing them grow as Christians. And, uh, and then he went to, we sent him to seminary at, uh, in uh, Jackson, Mississippi. He wanted to sing black gospel music with the real thing, you know. So went to Jackson, Mississippi, and came, he's planning a church in Chiba City, right in the city center of Chiba City. Now, that, now that's a 15-year story I just told in one minute, you know, of, of an example of a couple God worth. These are the three of the pastors at Oyumino Church. Please pray for Oyumino Church. Tons of problems, tons of struggles. Seemed like made a good transition from me being long-term pastor, and seemed like three, four years. No, but now. Now some one of the one of the sites just really struggling with unity and uh, some some struggles. We really need prayer. I just see yes, wide door for effective service, and there are many adversaries. Please pray, pray for Oyumino Church. Uh, yeah. How is Christ calling you to participate in this great commission? Maybe I'll stop there and let's ask questions. I would talk. Let's see anything else here. Uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, how is, uh, yeah, maybe, surely you have some questions for me, or anything. Yes? Um, the Bible study, the six-part Bible study, you do, how you go uh, about that? Or, like, do you have a particular plan you use, or you just dive in? No, I um, do, I do, I don't, I, I wish I had something written out more. 
based on the person I'm talking to, I kind of do what's good for them. You know, but but a norm, some normal passages I use start with the story of the prodigal son, Luke 15, where I'm uh, preaching on today with you all. Because it, it's a passage that seems to really resonate with people about the love of God. Japanese people know so little about the idea of a God. They, they believe in eight million gods, not God, and not the true and living God, who is a loving Father. And so that's a good passage. Uh, I do often from Luke, several from Luke. Do uh, Luke 18, the Pharisee and the tax collector, and the idea of it's not the person who looks good who uh, comes to the Lord, uh, but it's the one who says, have mercy on me, a sinner. So begin to talk more about from Luke 15 and Luke 18 about sin and about God who's holy. We, you know, He's not just a loving Father. He's a holy God. And then a third passage. I love to go to Ecclesiastes for, for one of those six because it really shows purpose and seeing in Ecclesiastes 2 Solomon he looked like he had everything like Japanese people look like they have everything you know like people here and but no verse you know and later in a in a Ecclesiastes 2 that without God there's nothing what about and, the structure I'm sorry what about the structure is it mostly you talking or oh no no asking questions and uh, yeah just, that's all I Asking, what do you think this verse means? How does that, you know, always that just dialogical way Jesus taught, just doing, uh, my dad wrote his doctoral thesis on the, the myutic method, the, my, my, the midwife, myutic comes from the word mid, midwife who draws out the baby, doesn't have the baby. And that's to do, you know, that kind of Q&A is a, yeah. That's a great question. I, th- I think I wish we had translated. I think some people are working on it. Um, what's the uh, series that's more reformed than the Alpha Course that people in Britain did? What is it? It's the same kind of thing. Like just several. It might be eight Bible studies to kind of introduce someone. There's a lot of resources out there to do that. Those, those kind of introducing Christ. You know what I'm talking about? We were looking at it. Yeah. But there are out there, and those things, I feel that's one of the weaknesses and mistakes I made in Japan, is not developing enough resources to help new, new Christians and other Christians take, you know, my dad, well, I, one time I, I called my dad, I'd gone to Korea, and they really had a really good curriculum for discipleship, training people to share their faith. And I called my dad, and he's always, no, it's organic, and we have the Holy Spirit, we have the Bible, we don't need curriculum and I called my dad and said dad maybe we were wrong you know and you're wrong that uh that being against curriculum you know because uh, he's all, and, and there's a pause on the phone and he says Danny he calls me he called me Danny Danny you are the curriculum you know? <laughs> is that true or not now I say 80% true you know, we are the curriculum as we love people and share the God. But, you know, curriculum does help. And I feel that's one of the things we didn't do. 
taking enough time to work on reproduce materials that others could use to do better. If I had to do it all over again, I think I would have said, yes, we are the curriculum, <laughs> loving people, sharing the gospel, but we also need to develop tools to help other people do that. Did you find it? You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah. I get emails from them all the time. It's a British group that, uh, uh, that, uh, but there are, there are lots of resources out there that can help you do that. Good. Any other, other questions? Yes? Unity. On our, you know, that John 17, what did Jesus pray for the night before the cross? Not that we'd have nice warm church buildings in the winter, not that our churches would grow in numbers, not that, that uh, you know, the, the thing he prayed for, that whole chapter of the high priestly prayer is that we would be one. And in uh, verse 21 and 23, that the world would believe the Father sent the Son when they see our unity and that the world would know the Father sent the Son when they see our unity. And, and just really do see that in several places. Uh, in the school we started where Melanie has come, you know, a couple people got sideways with each other and, and really turned into a really messy Situation. I feel like in Japan, age is really good. Carol was our principal for our school, started our dining room table, grew to 22 grade levels, 12 in English and 10 in Japanese, and still a great minute, wonderful thing to have that school there for Christian kids, but also for non-Christians. And, um, and how uh, that, that seeing the unity struggles there right now is a real prayer request for that and for the morning Honda congregation of Oyumino Church. Again, disagreements over how to handle stuff and, and, uh, and develop and then relationships getting sideways. It's really sad. And uh, one of them going back in March... Uh, and then again in uh, the summer for the conference I'm preaching at for the 3 a.m. phone call this morning was about. And then in November for General Assembly and our church planning institute and stuff. And, but in March, going back for, really they've asked me to kind of come back, try to be a peacemaker for several of these situations where Carol and I have great relationships with both uh, the folks that have. So we see other places too where unity really is a struggle, and so that's a big prayer request. Is that? Did you ask? What? what, what, what tell me. Oh, that's one unity. Say others are uh, just seemed as the church ages in Japan, the Presbyterian Church in Japan. There, there. That it seems over time, the longer churches, individual churches and denominations exist, often it seems we become less missional to reach our city, and to, so I think we're. PCJ is not doing as good a job on reaching lost people, so the church is getting older and older. And so then it begins to be a, well, you know, we, we just need to take care of ourselves. We don't, we don't really have the energy or the people, and we, we're not going to go start new churches. Well, that's like, uh, I, I often tell people in Japan, the, uh, you know, the aging society, it's the oldest, the, 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 the fewest babies, the you know, declining population is dying. There are two million houses are empty, and they don't have immigration like we have here, which, which really, uh, you know, that, that's one of the why America keeps growing, even though we have a similar decline in birth here, not nearly as bad as Japan. And so that is a problem in Japan, leading to, uh, you know, people don't want to start new churches. Say we got to just take care of them. Say that's like telling. Uh, 
uh, like if the church said, if people said, uh, we're not, okay, all you young people, you need to just take care of the old people. None of you can get married and have babies. Well, you think the problem is bad now. How bad is it going to be in 10 years and 20 years? So we, we need to keep, uh, while taking care of the older churches, we've got to keep starting new churches, you know. And that's what uh, I think three articles I wrote for the Presbyterian Church in Japan magazine this past year on that idea. We have to keep church planning. That's, that's, uh, we have to keep outward focus as well as caring for uh, our existing churches uh, is why they, they, they like those articles. They wanted me to come uh, preach for this conference this summer on that, kind of that subject. So, uh, others, adversaries are so many, like here, think lack of, uh, we don't have enough pastors. PCA does have a growing number of pastors. We have a lot of pastors. Now, maybe recently fewer people going to seminary, but we have new kinds of seminaries that folks who are still in their uh, local church can be a part of a seminary training, you know, without having to move away somewhere. So we're still, when I look at the PCA, wow, we are doing well on pastors compared to Christian workers in Japan. A lot of folks say, don't send missionaries, just support financially Christian indigenous workers. Well, that's great when there are lots of them. Japan and many unreached people groups in the world don't have a lot of. But we really have a pastoral crisis. The 3 a.m. call I was on this morning, all those four pastors on that Zoom call, they're all my age. You know, there's not. Well, there was actually one who was a little younger, maybe 40 years old. But there's so few uh, pastors, uh, young folks. So those are some, but there are many, many adversaries. You know, as here, I'm sure here as well. You know, and and others as well. Yeah. Good. Thanks. Questions, comments. Everybody okay this cold morning? Yeah. All right. Let's thank you again. Thank you for sending us. Got a question? I do. Um, okay. Was it Christianity Explored? You were That's about? it. Christianity Explored. You got that? That's a, a good one. And finally, someone is translating that in Japan for us to use. Um, we've translated some other material. And there are in the Japanese, uh, the uh, Gospel-Centered Life, we translated two years ago. And that came out. We translated, Galner Church translated... Uh, Prodigal God by Tim Keller. Now that's really someone who's down the road a bit and maybe believed, but it really does a great book on the love of God uh, to read through with people. Um, so, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, I saw the hand come up. It was right on his side, but his head was in the way. I couldn't see whose hand it was. Yeah. On that theme of translating material, that was one of the things. Oh, America is so rich. That, I mean, we may not have side door ministries to speak of, like you all have to use from mm-hmm. there. Um, but we can say, hey, listen to this radio station. Here's a booklet. Yep. Um, have you heard this podcast? Uh, I mean, watch this TV There are so many things. And we were in a situation where we went to, I can't remember which church it was, but it was a very senior church. Yeah. Very, very senior church. And we were having a meal. And I got to meet a woman who had been in a horrific motorcycle accident. And she was an artist. The similarities to Johnny Erickson were like uncanny. Yeah. And she was not a believer, but her best friend would bring her to these events. Right. And mm-hmm. all I could think of is I need to get this book, Johnny, right. I to a translator mm-hmm. to convey this story to her. And I went online trying to find anything I could mm-hmm. find 
and there was absolutely nothing. So few resources. Yeah. This yeah. woman needs this book. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. And yet I thought, I don't know how to bridge that. Right. Right. It's time. But but again, as people grow, one of the ladies who came to Christ and married one of the pastors in our church, she has translated Prodigal God. It's published and really a bestseller in Japan, which is ten thousand copies maybe because the church is so small, you know. But Prodigal God, uh, counterfeit gods really touches the Japanese heart because all of us have it's not just the big Buddhas and you know worshiping your ancestors. It's money and and sex and and all that for me the achievement idols uh, which Japan really has as well that uh, that you know that, th- those books have been so helpful but it's slow and tedious you know laugh <laughs> and then Carol and I read uh, a meaning of marriage there are really not really any good books on marriage and by Tim Keller and Tim and Kathy Keller and we uh, we said hey we gotta get this translated so we taught through it first. In, uh, on a, in a, like a Sunday school hour class for, for couples. We made a Japanese outline on our date, Monday date. We'd read a chapter again and make a Japanese outline. And, and after that class, uh, you know, 10 weeks or something, people said, we need, can we, we need to translate this book. And so that lady translated that one. That was not, And then last year, finally, Center Church by Tim Keller was published, which is a thick, hard book. It took like five years to get that done, which is so helpful. It is such a helpful book for the church in Japan, for mostly for pastors and elders and people involved in ministry, but really helpful. So that is a, you know, for non-Christians as well as for the church, the re- you know, driving here, I find driving up 81 or down 81, going to places to preach and teach, just Christian radio. It's not all good, but there's a lot of good, you know, the hymns, the songs, the messages, and nothing in Japan, really, so little. So please, yeah, pray that. That's, a, that's an ad, the, the absence of things are some of those ad, adversaries as well, yeah. Okay, we, uh, I think we're on time. We're up. Yeah. Could I ask someone to pray for Japan and Carol and me for this new phase of our life? When Grandma goes to heaven, we're praying. Maybe we'll be three months in Japan. We have six grandkids in Japan uh, as well. <laughs> and uh, three months in America, three months in Japan. Maybe the, will be the next phase for us, but not sure. But we're committed to Japan. Who? You want to? Okay. I'll pray down your neck. All right, pray down my neck. (laughs) Dear Heavenly Father, we give praise to you for the blessing that it has been to our church over these years to have Dan and Carol uh, serving you in Japan. And uh, we thank you for the privilege of being a part of what you're doing there. Mm -hmm. We thank you also, dear Lord, that you have answered our prayers and allowed your kingdom to progress there in that place of Um, unbelief and darkness and Lord we do pray that you'd continue to thrive your kingdom your churches there and in spite of all the opposition in spite of all the the adversaries we pray that you would allow your people to uh, see you and love you more and love one another and uh, embrace the truth of Christ without compromise And dear Lord, we thank you for this new chapter in Dan and Carol's life, and we pray for them as you continue to uh, lead them to care for uh, their parents. We thank you that uh, they have believing parents, and we pray for this this last stage of that ministry, that you would use uh, 
this to glorify yourself in their lives and hearts as well as in others as they're here. And Lord, we pray that you would lead them into the future and show them what you want them to be doing and, um, and that you would reveal to them more and more um, the, uh, the reward, the great glory that is to come and help them to live for that day when their, uh, their service is over and their rest begins. And bless Carol as well, dear Lord, even though she's not here. We thank you for her and pray that you'd allow her to prosper in the grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus. And we pray for their marriage, that you would bring, give them good unity and, uh, and help them to love one another in a way that shines with the Lord Jesus. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother. Thank you all so much. Thanks for...